From the Terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio. A uh, number of games to talk about. Everybody played football this week uh, in the men's football. Histon uh, lost 3-0 at Easington. We'll be talking to Lance in a bit. And Cambridge City opened their account with a nil-all draw at Gressley Rovers. We'll be talking to Robbie as well. And this time, the last-minute winner went the other way with Cambridge United uh, pinching the game against Exeter. Uh, a, a well-deserved one as well. It wasn't a, it wasn't a fluke. It was a great result. Uh, we'll hopefully be talking to Matt. Uh, Matt's on his honeymoon now. Um, so show more dedication to the football by appearing on the show on his honeymoon, but we're not quite sure how good the signal will be, so we'll hopefully be able to talk to him shortly. And if you want to talk to us about anything, you can, all the usual ways. You can email us on studio at cambridge105.co.uk or you can text 07919 070490. But let's start as we usually do and hope that Matt's there on the line with a decent connection uh, with uh, Cambridge United. Oh, seem to have both jingles running at the same time there, but one of them says it's stopped. That's interesting. Well, uh, treated to a double jingle. Well, let's let's try and uh, have a bit of better luck. It's a good start so far, so it's bound not to work with Matt. But Matt, any chance that you're there and you've got a good signal? Hey Tim, how you doing? Hey, that's not that's not bad actually. That's I'm, I'm really sorry. I I, I didn't realise it. Was, so just just to be fair to me, I didn't realise it was Matt's honeymoon this week. Um, so I haven't deliberately bothered him on on his honeymoon. <laughs> it was just <laughs> I sent him the invite to the show and said, uh, and he said, oh, I might be a rubbish signal because I'm on my honeymoon. And I thought, oops, oops, I put my foot in it there. But never mind, Matt. Thanks very much for joining me anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm I'm guessing you, you you've been there since before the game. You didn't see uh, the game yesterday, or at least you didn't see it live anyway. No, no, I didn't. So I'm relying on you to to fill me in on yesterday's <laughs> game. I've been down here since Friday. So ah, I see, I see. That's uh, where whereabouts, whereabouts are you? Is it, is it nice there? Not as warm as here, I don't suspect. But it's so I'm down in Ilfracombe, so I've got a nice sea breeze. Oh, okay, uh, okay, which is a little bit cooler. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Uh, so yeah, well, think think Oxford. Only it went the other way at the end. Um, uh, again, lots of uh, lots of chances. Uh, we did think at one stage it was going to be another one of those results where we make all the chances but don't get it. They had moments uh, where they looked good, but generally, I think we were the better side. Uh, the difference being that this time we get the uh, we get the winner out of it. Um, again, well deserved, and I think important to a get a result after last week and the, the you know the, the the disappointment of doing that and to get it in the same way I think is kind of like uh, you know justice for for what happened before yeah and it, it seems to be the case uh, I haven't heard Mark's comments yet about the game, but you know for us I saw we were one down and um you know, I, it was. I thought, oh, here we go again. It was going to be another one of those games where a, a team come to our place and you know they stick ten behind the ball, 
and they just sit back on their you know on their lead and then they try and hit us on the counter attack because we've got to come out and uh, impress them. But the, the fact that we've managed to, to turn it around and as you say, you know, this time we're the ones that got the the last minute winner. And I think I I saw a stat late last night. I think that's the, the first time, whether it's under you know Mark in charge or whether it's since we've been in League One. It's the first time that we've come from behind to, to win the game of football, so which is is a pleasing thing to see, and um, you know it's an important thing to get off the backs early. And uh, another fact that we have to counter in, you know, that's three home games that we played at home now, and that's th- uh, you know that's three wins as well. And you know teams are you know are going to start to realise that it's not the easiest place to come to to our grounds and you know they're gonna to have to work very very hard to try and get out and we've spoke about it before you know it, it's all about the, the home form you know if you if you get a lot of points out of your home form it, it takes a lot of pressure off the the away games especially against the, the bigger teams that we do have in this league where you know you don't always expect to, to, to turn up and you know get anything and you know you could be under pressure for, for long periods and you know we were disappointed after last week's result when you know they scored a you know an undeserved goal an undeserved winner when we probably you know deserved the point as as a minimum um but you know this time the when the chances have come along in, in key moments in the game we've put them away and we've won the game as well and just, you know we spoke again last week you know when we have those chances when they do come they've got to go in the back of the net because you know you're not going to win games of football by creating so many chances and missing them so it, it's good it's good to see that you know the boys resilience wasn't knocked after last week you know there was a reaction to last week's defeat when we deserved a lot, lot more. And as I say, to, to get a last-minute winner as well. I'm quite looking forward to, to getting home tomorrow at some point and watching the highlights of the games there to see what happens. So, But I'm really delighted. And it sounded like it was a decent second-half performance, at least from us. Yeah, it was. Well, since, since you haven't heard what Mark had to say, let's let's just listen. Uh, so if I press that button, this should be uh, what Mark had to say following the game. Mark, if the first half wasn't quite what you wanted the second was pulsating you can't be a late winner can you <laughs> uh no not when you when it's when it's yours um we certainly a different feeling this week to last week we experienced both ends of it in two games but um yeah we were good second half i thought we, were, we played with miles more intent and um two really good goals so um delighted to win the game because when you um that's three home games we've had obviously one in the cup and to win them all is is important it's also important that we've come from a losing position to win um and also with a busy, busy week and two big away games, if you can start that seven days with a win, it sort of gives you a bit of a cushion going into the next two games. So all in all, it's an excellent result for us. Yeah, super moment for Paul Digby getting the winner very late on with the captain's armband on in front of the home crowd on his 100th appearance as well. Great moment. Yeah, we celebrated that with him before the game and he celebrated it late in the game for sure. Um, but the goal was really well worked and, and both of them were. In the, in the first half, we were too slow with the ball. We didn't get the ball forward enough. We were wasteful with the ball and they ran harder and played with greater intensity than us. And we flipped that in the second half and were much, much better. Ran harder, dominated larger spells, got the ball into wide areas. You know, the first one is a, is a cross from the left-hand side from Brophy that they don't clear. Ends up with George, crosses it. Sam scores a great header. The second one... Um, Shiloh made a brilliant impact when he came on and then Jack was excellent to, to wriggle and to, to pick out the header from the late run so um, the game ended with all the drama that you'd expect defending against a 6 foot 8 goalkeeper and all sorts for a number of times but we managed to see it out and it's a, it's a really good win for us yeah, You mentioned the substitutes I would say that must be quite pleasing for you to you know, send the boys off the bench and they all have a hand in that, that winning goal 
Well, look, I think we've got a decent squad and a decent bench and good options. You know, there's players on the pitch there that Liam could have come on and made a difference in that game earlier on. We thought Greg might have to because Lloyd was hobbling about a bit. George was carrying a little bit of an injury in his quad and managed to get through the game. So we thought that might have to happen. Seku, there was a period in the game where you think, well, if we can get Seku on one side and Shiloh on the other second half, that could really bring some intent. But you kept constantly changing. They changed shape second half once we got to 1-1 and went to back four and played Giovanni off the striker. And that was then, do we change to a three in midfield or how do we go about it? It was a really interesting test. And I said to Jack before we came on at 1-1, this is going to be a battle of the tens, number tens. It's going to be you or Giovanni that wins the game. And it was him that won it for us with a brilliant bit of play that, that set, um, set Paul up. But for us, we've got to have that impact from the bench. And players will always be disappointed if they're not starting, but their responsibility and their job is when they come on the pitch, they have to make a difference, whether that's to see out a result to help us get a positive result or to to um, to go and chase a game and, and help us win. And they certainly did that brilliantly today. Going back to the first half, flashpoints all over the park, actually. Uh, it was a, a very competitive game in that first 45 minutes, as it was for the, the 90, really. But one of those flashpoints being what looked like a, a challenge on Lloyd-Jones and the build-up to, to their goal. Where was your thinking on that? Yeah, I haven't seen that in a big screen. I've only seen that in a small one. A few people that have seen it say they thought it looked like a foul. I mean, we were a bit fortunate just before it. Jibs could have got done for um, tugging the shirt of the boys. He was going through. Um, so, look, it is what it is. If you offer me which one, we'll take the second one because... We, we managed to have 11 on the pitch, but um, yeah, like, I don't know. I haven't really seen that one back. What, what they did do is they worked that really well. They got a brilliant front two. I thought Sam Nombi was very good today. Giovanni's in a really good vein of form and I wasn't, wasn't surprised to see him score, to be honest, because he's in, he's in great form at the moment. So I think we, we really struggled to defend against their front two in the first half, really struggled to find the intensity that we needed to, to compete with their energy and momentum. They came here off the back of some brilliant results and played like it. Um, and we had to sort ourselves out a little bit at half-time, but I'm pleased with the lads for the response. Yeah, I was going to say that they, they were afforded well, quite a lot of space in that first half, and it was no surprise in some ways to see them go in with, with that advantage, but I guess that was the key message at half-time, just close them down and don't give them as much space as they're being afforded. Yeah, one, close them down when they've got the ball. Two, when they do play long and play forward, you've got to, you've got to recover hard and close the game up, and they ran harder than we did, so the pitch became bigger, and it was them that were getting there. So that was the first thing. And the second thing was in the moments when we could have threatened the back of them, you know, early on when we went behind Sweeney with Brofield, we went on the diagonal to James in behind the left side centre half, we looked a threat but we played for too long in our half, we almost played the Oxford game rather than this game um, and so we had to sort that out a little bit in the type how and where we played um, and just run a little bit harder and then you get some really silly errors today which is just concentration because it's about 400 degrees pit down on that pitch but um, to be fair they've come through that and finished really well in, in what is a really tricky day. Yeah, the equaliser from Sam Smith, you know, it just needed that little bit of quality, something to change the course of the game. And the whole place was lifted and it made a huge difference, didn't it? Well, it was a good atmosphere second half. Once we gave everyone something to shout about and played with a bit of tempo and intensity and direction to try and score. And I thought the delivery from George was good. The one from James just before was good that left the attack or started that attack. And really good header from Sam. Really, really good and, and a well-timed goal. And I thought from there we took the game on quite well and looked quite threatening. You said in the build-up to today's game that you wanted to take you know, a, a good number of the elements from last Saturday's performance at Oxford in today, but with, obviously with the addition of the goals, and you'll be pleased you've got that this afternoon. Yeah, I mean, the one thing you always have to respect is every game is a completely different game, whether it's home or away or, you know, consecutive appearance or uh, games against different teams make it a different game. So this was never going to look in lots of ways like last week did, but there's elements of that that we have to do well at. But in the end... Um, we had a good performance last week and didn't get anything. This performance got better as the game went on. We took the maximum points, which un un understandably is the main thing from the day. But we know that there were some really good highlights in our performance last year that will carry with us through the season. You um, mentioned 
earlier about the games against Charlton and Portsmouth last week. How, how good a platform does this win today give you for those forthcoming games, Mark? Just gives you confidence and freedom, really. You don't go under pressure into that game, really. And, and I mean, that's a tough game. That's a tough place to go, Portsmouth. And they've started well. I think they've recruited brilliantly. I think Danny and Nicky have got a real team that looks like their team now. Um, and I think they're going to be in for a good season. So that's a tough game Tuesday, especially off the back of today and see where a few are. Um, but it might be an opportunity for four or five others to come into the team. We might change quite a few Tuesday to try and give us a, a real freshness if we can. Um, and then it's the, the player's job, responsibility to hit a really good level for us. It is indeed, uh, but uh, sorry, I was caught completely by surprise there. Um, so, Matt, I mean, I think one of the interesting things and the first thing that I thought of when we got to the end of it, compare and contrast the Oxford loss against uh, this win, was the substitutes. It was the substitutes who teamed up. All three of them uh, had a hand to give the uh, ball into the middle of the uh, middle of the box for Diggers to score. And I think that made the difference. It was those substitutions that really freshened up the game and gave us a different a different way of playing. Yeah, and we spoke about it last week, didn't we? Um, the substitutions were delayed a, a little bit or, you know, at least two, three of them um, to about the 84th minute when it was, you know, it was a bit too late to really do anything in the game at all. Um, and yesterday, by, the, by all accounts, you know, we, we gave the players time that came on, um, you know, to go out there and uh, make a difference in the game. And when you've got, you know, Jack Lancaster and Charlotte Tracy, by the sounds of it, were the two that, that out of the three that came on. I assume uh, Liam O'Neill was the other one from what Mark was saying. Um, but, you know, those two players, Jack and Shiloh, uh, you know, are attacking players. You know, they've got pace on them. You know, they've got a little bit of creativity and a little bit of guile and, and the direct running from Shiloh as well in, in that heat that like it was yesterday, you know, I can imagine it was roasting hot yesterday. And one thing that a fullback doesn't want is somebody like Shiloh Tracy running at them after, you know, they've been running hard for, for you know, 60, 70 minutes in the first place. So, you know, it, it's good that Mark, you know, changed everything when he did and, you know, we brought on the right players at the right time. And that's what I said, you know, it, it makes so much of a difference and, you know, we, we've got a decent squad here and you would imagine people like Shiloh and, and Jack Lancaster might, might be pushing for a start Tuesday if, if uh, Mark is going to rotate the team round. Liam O'Neill's probably due a start start again by the sounds of it as well. And there might be one or two others. As I said, you know, we might we might change the shape, or you know, there might be injuries that will will force his hand into some of the players playing. Um, so you know, Tuesday's team will be be interesting to see and who who he does pick. But it, it sometimes you know that's that's how you can win a game. You get yourself back in the game, but to win the game is you know how you use your bench and you know full credit to Mark yesterday for for using it in the right place and the right place at the right time. And you know that's that's what we want. And that's you know as a manager, that's what he's paid to do, and that's where he earns his corn, isn't it? You know by picking three points uh, right right at the death, and you know out of a game where we we could have got only one or, or potentially lost it. Yeah, and it, it's good to say, I think he, he, he pretty much 
in the post-match last time admitted his mistake. He didn't say as much, but I think he realised that the substitutions or the lack of substitutions didn't didn't do us any favours. Uh, and I'm not saying that he learned for this week to do it, but he, he but he got it spot on this week. And it was I think it's just one of those things that sometimes you don't get it spot on. And I think you know, especially in the hit weather like it is, you need you need to put some people on the pitch early to give the to give people, uh, especially in a busy week, to give some legs a rest. Um, I mean, as you point out thanks to the FA we're, we're well some people I'm not sure how many will troop down to uh, Portsmouth on Tuesday evening you could have stayed and then come down and oh, visited it on the way back in <laughs> um, yeah. but uh, it, yeah it's 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 a bit of a nightmare of a journey because uh, train train back from there is I think impossible to get back on the same night so you're kind of stopping over so uh, you know you wonder what the FA are doing to fans when there aren't that many Tuesday night fixtures to put Portsmouth on as one well as the Tuesday night I think is a bit of a nightmare, but it, it, it's always it's always a difficult journey to go down there. Um, we've had some poor results against them. We've had some good results against them. But it, following on from a, a, a difficult game, admittedly they'll have played in the heat as well. So it's uh, it, it's not it's not just peculiar to us. But having that strength in depth that we seem to have uh, this time, and he did talk about you know wanting to change the starting lineup potentially is uh, is really good for us. Yeah, absolutely, and um, you know we we know already that Portsmouth will be a good team. They're they're one of the bigger clubs in this league, probably not as big in terms of you know facilities and stadiums like your derbies and your Ipswiches, for instance. But they're still a massive side, and they've got loads of history behind them. And uh, you know it's going to be an absolutely tough game. Um, they've started quite well this year. And, uh, you know, we got a result there last year and we, we played very, very well. And it was probably one of our best performances of, of last season. But it had to be because, you know, it, it's such a tough place to go. And, you know, it is, it is the type of game that normally in recent years that we've, we've got nothing out of, both home and away. So, um, you know, it's, gonna, it's not going to be easy. Um, the only thing is, as you say, is it'll be a little bit cooler and with, you know, sort of four or five changes in the squad the team might be a little bit more freshened and as I say maybe we'll just go a little bit more sort of pace minded in terms of in, in our attacking play you know does a big Joe might come out and you know we go with sort of Sam Smith Harvey Psycho and Shiloh Tracy and try and hit them on the counter with pace and you know digging deep with Digby and O'Neill or Adam Mayfer for instance so um, yeah it's, it's going to be a tough one but Mark's would have said you know after yesterday's game and the three points are important because it takes the pressure off the next couple of games and he, he's, he's not wrong there because we've bought some on Tuesday and then with Charlton on Saturday who are you know another big side in this in this league as well it's, it's two really tough games for us and you know this, the squad's going to be tested to its limits and you know if we can pick up two points out of those two games as, as a maximum I think we'd, everybody would be delighted with the, the week we've had you know to, to take five points out of nine is, is a really good result from you know from the three games that we, we're going to play this Sweet. Just, I'm going to I'm going to come back to United in a second because you, you you mentioned about the you know the the, the tough league and it, and it's really interesting. I was looking at the the table 
uh, at the moment. I mean, I know we're only three games in, um, so it's it's always difficult to you know to to pick it out. And the, the teams that you would expect to be up there, some of them are, some of them aren't. They some of them have got to a, got off to a slow start. But just looking down at the other end, uh, Morecambe Morecambe are down there um, in the uh, top top of the pro uh, relegation spots just below uh, just above sorry just below Oxford um, and then you've got Burton uh, Cheltenham and MK Dons and Cheltenham and MK Dons have yet to win a game uh, MK Dons have yet to score a goal in the league and Burton uh, conceded seven goals in their first two and then scored four but conceded four including completely blowing the game with uh, I think they were up by three um, and managed to uh, three yeah three nil before uh, but before Accrington pulled a goal back um, and then uh, a second one and then in the final minutes of the game in extra time they managed to score two more coming back to four all Burton not having a very good start of it no they're not they're, they're really struggling um, I, don't, I don't imagine MK Dons will be down there for too much longer I think once they click as a team um, they'll, they'll get themselves going and they'll be right up in the top half eventually and you know the same same with Oxford Oxford won't be down there for too long and they're notoriously slow starters as it is anyway so um, they won't be down there for too much longer either I've always said I think you know Morecambe and Cheltenham potentially were always going to be down there again this year um, you know Morecambe you know they've made a couple of signings but you know they're they're very similar to us, you know, punching above the weight. And, you know, as, as Mark has alluded, you know, it's a league of two leagues, isn't it? You know, and, um, you know, I don't, I think they'll be down the bottom of, of the, you know, the table come the end of the season. And I always said if, if, if Cheltenham lost the manager, um, then they, they would potentially struggle. And, and, you know, they have lost the manager and, um, you know, it's going to be a long, hard season for them. But yeah, I think you're, you're completely right. I think the team that are absolutely in danger right now are, um, are Burton and they just don't seem to be going anywhere. They seem to have gone backwards. And, you know, I can't really remember the, the home game from last year, but I know the, the, the away game at Burton is, is a game that, you know, I think we threw away and we, we should have held out um, for three points from there. And, um, you know, I think we conceded an early penalty there and then, you know, we got back into it and conceded a late goal. And, uh, you know, it's 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 good that you always get one shock in this league, one team that always seems to just struggle. And if Burton want to be that team and take up another spot so we don't have to worry about it, Tim, then uh, that's fine by me. But, you know, the, the other two, Cheltenham and, uh, you know, Morecambe, I think will be down there for most of the season as well. Yeah, yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, so, as I say, it's Port- Portsmouth on Tuesday, terrible travel. Uh, Charlton uh, on Saturday, which, although it's not quite as far, is probably still going to be a ter- terrible travel. I think that's both a train and the tube strike day, so that could be interesting for people going down there. We have to talk about uh, uh, the uh, Southampton game, one of two teams that we haven't yet played uh, in uh, competitive football. So uh, um, we're, we're one step closer to closing loop. All we need to do is beat them and get Liverpool in the later round and we'll get uh, we'll get that one as well but it, it's a great tie so early in the season to bring people in yeah absolutely it's, it's, just, it's going to be a fantastic game um, Southampton are a, a bit up and down in the league at the moment 
and um, you know they'll probably change their squad completely. You know, depending on how they see the, the competition this this season. Um, you know, if, if they want to go far, then they'll put out their strongest team and try and beat us. Um, and if they don't fancy it, they'll probably put out a few of the kids and the fringe players. And then we've got ourselves a, a little chance. And you know, being at home as well. And, you know, they're, they're Premier League and to say we're League One and we're Little Old Cambridge again uh, is set up for another little shock, isn't it? And, uh, you know, I think we'll give a, a really good account of ourselves naturally. Um, I think, you know, there'll be a really good crowd uh, from the Cambridge side. Not sure how many Southampton fans will come, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll have a big crowd in there at least uh, from our side and it'll be, it'll be a really good game of football. And, uh, you know, and I think Mark will fancy, you know, want to, want to test ourselves again, you know, see, see what we can do. Um, you know, going to Newcastle last year, obviously there was no pressure on that game whatsoever being away from home. And we gave it, you know, and we went there and beat them. There'll be a slightly a little bit of pressure on us because we are at home. You know, people will be looking at this as a potential shock. But the, the, the good thing is, is all the eyes are back on the football club again. You know, it's a, it's a big game for us so early in the season. And as I say, if we can, uh, if we can upset Southampton and we get into the third round, you, you never know who we're going to get. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, that's Southampton. Then, of course, we play Burton after that. Hopefully, they won't have improved by then. And then, of course, the game we're already waiting for is the start of the Papa John's Trophy against Arsenal and the 21s. I'm not even going to bother asking you about that one. We'll leave that one to another day. Um, but uh, so thanks very much, Matt, for joining us on uh, your honeymoon. I will leave you to get on with enjoying the uh, sun in Ilfracombe and we'll uh, talk to you next week. Thanks very much for joining us. Take care, mate. Bye. Cheers. That's Matt there. Um, so, so uh, let's just listen. So it was uh, Digby's 100th game, which is hard to believe he's been there uh, 100 games. Um, and he's been such a stalwart, I think, since he since he came to the club, has been a real, uh, a, a real good uh, find. Um, let's listen to what he had to say about uh, uh, after the Exeter game. Oh dear, I've, I, 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 this is so annoying. I've uploaded the uh, one that is actually... Um, not, I've not edited out the first 30 seconds, so I'm just going to have to talk for a second. I don't know how that happened. I swear I edited it on this screen and then uploaded it, but I've obviously uh, exported the wrong one up to the other system. But there we go. Any second now it will start. But as I say, it, it, it was a, I mean, it was a bit of a guilt, a gift-ed chance for him. Uh, he had just missed uh, a goal um, at the, well, sorry, in the first half. He had another goal saved off the line. Oh, here he is now. Let's let's get back to him. You'll be more than pleased with the finish of. Yeah, absolutely delighted. You know, I could feel it, um, feel it coming a little bit in the second half. You know, we played much better in the second half than the first half. We weren't uh, nowhere near at it in the first half, but then we we had a good, uh, good talking to from the manager at half time. It really gave us a lift. I thought in the second half, um, thought it was fantastic. You know, I really think uh, we deserved the win in the second half. And you now the subs were uh, brilliant as well. Really changed the game for us. Gave us a lift. Um, you know, it's, it's great that we've got such a strong squad this season. Yeah, I was going to say the winner, all three, three of the substitutes involved. Fantastic cross from Jack Lancaster yeah. on a plate for you, really, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. He's been, you know, fantastic in training recently, and I'm delighted that he's come on and made a real difference for us today. You know, it'll do his confidence the world of good. And like I say, it's so good to have such a, you know, strength in depth. Um, you know, bringing on such good players. Um, you know, gives us a real chance in any game. Yeah, what was the, the talk at half-time? Because you mentioned, obviously, you know, you needed to up the levels and something needed to happen to change the course of the game. What was the talk in the dressing room? Yeah, we just needed a bit of, um, 
you know, just needed to, you know, we were getting outrun, you know, it's not like us, you know, even though it's a hot day, whatever, it's same for both teams. Um, you know, I think they felt like they had a bit more energy than us. They were landing on a few more second balls than us, which just isn't like us. But, you know, we needed that good talking to at half time and gave us a real lift in the in the second half and we everyone up the level. So fantastic. Yeah, and Sam Smith's goal obviously did change the course of the game. The crowd got behind you and... It was just momentum, really, wasn't it, that, that drove you forward to, to get, and it was a late winner, of course, but, you know, a great moment. Yeah, that's it, exactly. Great moment for us, and, like I say, getting that first one really lifts the crowd, and, you know, they gave us, like, drove us on as well. The crowd were fantastic today, and, like, drove us on for the winner at the end, so, yeah, good, good day in the end. Yeah, and a nice moment for yourself, getting it on your 100th appearance for the club as well, that's a yeah. bit special. Oh, so special, you know. It's, um, it does mean a lot, to be fair. You know, I, got, uh, I didn't know, but Bond's got me a... Uh, a top before the game with Digby 100 on Cambridge top um, really, you know it means a lot and um, you know gave me such a boost before the game I was just desperate to win today uh, when I knew that and you know such a nice touch and uh, like I say gave me a real lift personally Yeah and you, you, you went close in both halves actually yeah. before that one blocks off the line yeah. uh, you know in either half so yeah. to finally get it over the line I know I was a bit annoyed with myself I think I should have scored the first one so really you know I was a bit like come on I need to get one here so I was just uh, delighted I could get one in the end and, and help the team um, you know because at the end of the day three points is the is the most important thing and you know personally as well I need to add you know I've really put a bit of pressure on myself to add a few more goals like that and been working hard in it uh, on it in training as well um, you know boys putting crosses in for me after training things like that so just need to keep practicing now and hopefully I can get a few more to help the team yeah I remember speaking I think it was after the Rotherham game last mm. year uh, where you netted and I think it was your first for the club and you said you wanted to make that next step to, uh, yeah. and you joined top scorer this season now <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll do that we've got some good strikers like <laughs> really good strikers but yeah it's, it's great that I can just help the team uh, with those goals so fantastic and a good reaction from last Saturday admittedly the last 30 seconds of last Saturday yeah. but uh, to do your work in training psychologically yeah. to get over that hurdle and to, to put it right on a match day is, is good as well so good but you know, the three games we've played I think we've been fantastic in all three games for different different reasons you know I thought you know our game plan was for last game you know complete playing against a completely different team was different and we executed the game plan really well just couldn't score and then today with the game plan was a bit different and everyone's on the same page you know things have worked on in training and you know executed the game plan well and we've come away with a win so just just delighted and uh, yeah we're in a really good place so hopefully we can um, you know keep going now and, and keep um, keep pushing on yeah, and you put yourself in that good place by winning three of the first four games so it's a, yeah. been a great start yeah, but it's, it's things we've worked on, you know, it's not by accident, you know, we're really hard in pre-season, had a great pre-season and, um, you know, everyone works really hard here, so we're going to keep uh, keep trying to push forward. Yeah, and a celebration tonight for your 100th appearance, get the winner with your yeah. new shirt on as well. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a big game Tuesday now, so I just got to get in the ice bath, I think, cool down, <laughs> try, try and cool down a bit, so, yeah, that'll be my night. Thanks, Paul. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Well, you talk about uh, a talking to at half-time. Is Marcus Shouter or is he calm and measured? Yeah, when he needs to be, you know, when we needed that half-time, it gave us a gave us a massive lift. Um, he's all, yeah, most of the time he's calm and measured, but, you know, all the best managers, when they need to give the team a lift, they go and do it. And, uh, yeah, we, we need that half-time. Get like You can see how well we're playing the second half, so work for us. So uh, there we go. What uh, Diggers had to say. Apologies. I'm going to blame the heat. Everyone else is blaming the heat for mistakes. Uh, I'd like to think it wasn't me, but it's just the heat. But unfortunately, it is me. So uh, <laughs> one day I'll get better at this. You'd think after all this time I'd be better at it. But there you go. Um, so yeah, that's uh, Portsmouth away 
on uh, Tuesday. If you're going to travel down to that, good luck to good luck to you. I'm going to hopefully get down there uh, and Charlton Athletic. And again, if you're going to travel away to that one, then again, good luck. Uh, that's on a Saturday. Uh, tickets for the Southampton on sale at the moment for season ticket holders. Then they go on sale to uh, Abbey Access Group, which I hadn't heard of until I saw it uh, advertised in this ticket thing. The uh, membership group that you can pay a little bit extra to get uh, access before those people who were uh, just buy normal tickets, which I think is probably a little unfair given that a lot of people can't afford to buy a season ticket and are now third in line just because someone can want to pay for 25 quid to join Abbey Access. But there you go, all clubs do it nowadays. Uh, that's the way it is. We'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, let's do Cambridge City next. Across the city and South Cambridgeshire on FM, digital, and your mobile. Cambridge 105 Radio. From the Terraces, on Cambridge 105 Radio. So it's been a long time coming, a long pre-sale, uh, pre-sale, pre-season uh, for uh, Cambridge City, but they finally got their season underway yesterday, travelled to uh, Gresley Rovers, uh, very hot, very long travel. Um, I caught up with Robbie this morning. This is what Robbie had to say uh, about the game yesterday. Robbie, we caught up earlier on this week down at the uh, United Training Ground. Uh, bad way to start the season. Your uh, keeper, Joe Welch, was injured, ankle injury in the final friendly of the season. You were looking for a keeper. You managed to secure the services of uh, Louis Chadwick for uh, a month or so. Uh, a good a good, a good, good end to a bad situation. Yeah, very good. Probably lucky that the job I have allowed me to act quite quickly, to be honest, because literally... Cambridge United are literally on my doorstep, so it made it, it quite an easy conversation to have. Instead of, you know, sometimes you have to chase chase people and chase clubs where I just, you know, they couldn't run away from me. So it was almost like I've got him, and if he's available, I'll, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to take him. And so thankfully, Cambridge wanted to to get him some some minutes anyway, and they're looking to do that. So it sort of worked worked out well for both parties. And as I say, less less than ideal preparations, but uh, it, it it was good to get started. I'm guessing. Yeah, conditions, pitch, travel. You know, it was all very tough. But to keep a clean sheet against a team that you know, newly promoted team who who won their league last season. You know, we knew it was going to be a difficult sort of situation because of you know they're used to to winning lots of games, and with that brings a certain amount of arrogance. They're a tough side to play. You know, there's no doubts about that. They're very direct in what they do. They've got a guy that throws it from sort of halfway in their half into our penalty box and yeah, got very big back four. So it was great for us as a team defensively because we dealt with everything they threw at us. And you're never really in control of the game when you know, you're giving away throw-ins on the halfway line and then it's, it's a chance for them to put the ball in our box. So, you know, the conditions made it really, really difficult for both sets of players, that's for sure. And, you know, you, we had to be switched on at every, every moment. Um, during the game because like I say the ball was coming into our box a lot and we defended so so well and then we every time we got a foothold into the game you know it was it was some good football on a very difficult pitch but you know all in all I think the draw was a fair result neither side really created too many clear cut chances we probably had the better of the, the chances free header from Taylor Parr from a corner and then Ed Rolf had one just taken off his toe literally with the goal gaping so yeah, we, we were pleased with with coming away from home in a in a difficult 
situation for us to to try and get three points. And uh, I thought the point I'm sure we'll look back at as the season goes on um, will be a good point because I say it's a, a very difficult place to go and play. You know, I played there in 1999 and it was... Uh, Nothing has changed. <laughs> so it's the same place. It's, they're moving into a new ground next year. So, you know, they will pick up a lot, a lot of points because of, you know, they throw the ball in the box at every opportunity. Free kicks, you know, they're put in the box as well. So, you know, it was a tough, tough game. But, you know, it was a game that, you know, we're pleased that we've come away with a point and a clean sheet. Yeah, and it, I, I was reading the, uh, the their their match report and uh, their match report kind of exa- exactly mirrors well, what you said. The, the only thing you missed out, they, they reckon uh, Scott Bridges unleashed a thunderbolt from twenty five yards. Yeah, he did. Yeah, to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was from good range, but the keeper you know, had it covered. But like I say, that we probably like I say we probably had the better chances. You know, the the, the twenty five yarder. You know, Scott's hit the target, so you know that's all you can ask. But you know, it's, it's lots to take from yesterday's game. You know, the, the lads at the end, you know, both sets of lads, they were, you know, out on their feet, you know, and, and the coach journey home was very quiet because so much energy had been taken up from the game and, you know, credit to both sets of players. You know, the, the game was played at quite a good intensity and, you know, it was it was a you know first game of the season. We both teams wanted to try and win it and it was, it was a, I'd say it was a good nil-nil. A few chances created, but it was a, you know, a good tactical affair. And like I say, we had to withstand lots of balls in our box that we dealt with, I thought, extremely well. So, you know, we move on to, to a tough game which we spalled in on Wednesday and we try and improve on, on yesterday's performance. And I guess you'll get into uh, training uh, start of this start of the week and uh, you'll be looking to see who's recovered well from the, the you know, the, the heat and uh, the exertion of the first game of the season. As you say, uh, first home game uh, at the bridge, uh, kicking off 7.45 on Wednesday against Spalding United. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's they've invested quite heavily in their team over the summer, Spalding. So, you know, they've they had a good result yesterday. And they won three one at home to Daventry. So, you know, we know it's going to be a, a difficult game. But like you say, we're, we're in tomorrow training. We'll have a look at who's doing what. And you know, we picked up a couple of little injuries from yesterday. Ed Rolf and, and Isaac Maynard both had to come off. Um, so, you know, we'll we'll sort of reassess everything. And and hopefully Wednesday, like you say, we can start at the bridge and and get a positive result and and sort of you know continue. The performance from yesterday into a into a good home home victory, and you've got uh, a break from league football the at uh, the weekend next weekend with Biggleswade in the uh, preliminary round of the uh, FA Cup, a team that you know. Yeah, we had them watch yesterday. You know, they're a very very hard working team, and you know they've got lots of quality in their group. You know, we know a lot of the lads having you know played against them a couple of years back, and you know. Being where they are, we know we know quite a lot about them and their players. So, you know, we know that that's going to be an extremely difficult game. We're under no illusions on that. And, you know, if we can keep everybody fit and go into that game with a clean bill of health, then there really is no reason why we can't progress. Um, because, like I say, we, we've added one or two that we feel can help us kick on this season. And, you know, we really are looking forward to getting... You know, potentially a, a cup run under our belt and, and generate some much needed money for our football club. 
And I guess really difficult to start your season, no matter how good your pre-season's gone on, the uh, hottest uh, day for competitive football uh, this year, I think. Um, so uh, I think in the end, a team that they knew very little about, Gresley Rovers having come up, um, having won their league, as uh, Robbie said, um, probably a, a creditable performance. Uh, certainly both sides, I think, agreed on uh, the fact that it was a, um, a very, very difficult game under difficult conditions, as were many games yesterday. Um, so probably a reasonable uh, start as as I pointed out um, there's uh, oops, sorry I had that before um, there's, there's uh, plenty obviously to, to come given uh, the uh, where, where, where we're at at the moment in the in the season um, so uh, I'm just getting the uh, fixtures up um, so this week Ooh, we'll have that. I should have had that ready again. Um, I'm doing this standing up now because I've got a sore back, so uh, I'll blame that one as well now. Um, so, yeah, Spalding United on Wednesday, first home game, 7.45 kickoff, and then Wade in the FA Cup uh, preliminary round, um, which should be uh, an interesting one as well before they go on to face Corby again midweek. They've got a busy uh, couple of weeks coming up. This strange combination of uh, yesterday, uh, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Monday uh, in straight strange, strange organisation of fixtures but uh, plenty to come from them um, as uh, they go through. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about Histon. Broadcasting from the city centre. On FM, digital and your mobile. Cambridge 105 Radio. So when we come back uh, we'll be talking about all things Histon. So we'll uh, we'll be talking to uh, Mark Lesnar. We've tried to get him on a couple of weeks uh, now on the show, but uh, ran out of time. So this time we definitely will be getting in touch with him uh, just to see to get his view of how things are going at Histon so far. Um, but it's been a, a a mixed start to the season. I think you'd probably uh, best off calling it in uh, that they had the uh, opening day loss to Coventry Sphinx, followed by a win at uh, Rothwell Corinthians and then the two FA Cup extra preliminary rounds uh, at Desborough away with an ill-or draw and then Desborough at home where we'll see in a second a fairly even game but managed a 4-0 win on that before yesterday a loss uh, to Easington Sports. Uh, this is what uh, Lance had to say when I spoke to him this morning. Lance, you started the week uh, with an FA Cup extra preliminary round replay. The Desborough uh, game, obviously, a, a nil-all draw away from home. I was watching the uh, the video highlights, uh, and it's interesting. They had plenty of chances, uh, but uh, you came out four nil winners. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, both games were very similar in the fact that they had a lot of possession of ball and and created one or two good chances. But yeah, we stayed firm and we and we were strong and resolute over the two games. And that was what was really pleasing, you know, two clean sheets against a reasonable side. And then obviously we, we took our chances for a, a change. And, you know, and you couldn't really have any more difference in the two games from obviously Desborough than a, away yesterday to Easington, like where we, we didn't take any of our chances. Um, we were we were desperate defending wise. We were desperate in front of goal. And uh, we gave aside a 2-0 half-time lead. And, uh, and then second half, from honesty, and we had probably four guilt-edged chances in the first 10 minutes. We could have been 4-2 up inside the first 10 minutes of the second half and then go 3-0 down. And that, you couldn't get two, two games in terms of Desborough's replay and then that one yesterday. Uh, how 
fields apart in terms of how we went about it, which was, was from my point of view, was very disappointing. Uh, and I guess the, the obvious question is, why does that happen? <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and we said that to him after the game. Obviously, it's a very warm day yesterday. Um, exceedingly hot, but then that's for both sides. And you think, okay, you have to look at it and say, discipline-wise, we didn't get it right yesterday off the ball. But we had so many good chances. You know, it was it was scary. You could have come away from the game yesterday. If we'd have won 7-5, no one would have complained. Uh, and yet we come away and lost 3-0. Um, so... We said, you know, we play at this level for a reason. Uh, we will make mistakes. And you only have to highlight Manchester United last night, yesterday in terms of how their first two goals were conceded. And they're, they're paid hundreds of thousands of pounds a week. So it kind of puts it in perspective a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it's, it's interesting because you kind of, it, it's not often you hear managers talk like that, but the reality is that, as you say, the level you play, mistakes will be made consistency may be difficult to find, fitness may be issues, all of these things potentially count, especially in the heat yesterday. But, uh, I mean, what can, what can you do about trying to build some of that? Is that just training and just, and just you know, trying to get that match, that match tactics and the match plan correct? Yeah, well, I think if you, if you go, obviously, the Coventry Finks game, we, we played quite well for periods in that game and lost the game 2-1. Then you've gone on, obviously, Rothwell and the two Desbury games. We thought we were kind of getting somewhere, Tim, in terms of how we approached it, our shape, our formation, um, players understanding um, their roles. And yet, yesterday, just basically just thrown all out the window in a way because so you, you just have to probably hopefully put it down to a bad day at the office. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. Didn't, we didn't complete well enough yesterday and we have to go again uh, for next week and, and hopefully we can put that to bed and, and hopefully give Mildenhall a better game in the FA Cup. I was going to say, Mildenhall, uh, you, know, you lost 4-0 to them in the uh, uh, pre-season, which doesn't really count for much, but it's, but it's an indication. Obviously, you know they're a strong side. Um, do you change your game plan for that or do you, do you go with the, you know, you go with what, you, what you've got at the moment? Um, not really, no. I think we go, we'll be stronger, obviously, you know, <laughs> Personnel-wise, we'll be stronger for that game. We had two or three that weren't in the side that day, so they could say the same thing. Um, so hopefully, yeah, we we'll, we understand, we know how they play, obviously. So we'll have a bit more kind of idea of, of what to expect uh, this coming Saturday. So we we just only got to make sure we, we perform better than we did that night because obviously losing four 0 to them wasn't wasn't enjoyable. So hopefully we can put a better kind of task on it and hopefully give a, a better account of ourselves because that's obviously that's what we're asking for because obviously if we'd got a good result yesterday you go into the FA Cup game with no real pressure but then after losing 3-0 yesterday now we've got to put performance in next week against Mildenhall hopefully and obviously I mean a, a, a difficult game to get past but uh, Histon obviously no strangers to upsets uh, in the Cup um, you'll be wanting to uh, at the very least give a really good account of yourself yeah, literally that, Tim. You know, we'll go there. That's <clears throat> probably underdogs after that the result. And obviously, us trying to rebuild, and they've got a very strong squad. So if we can go there and actually, like you say, give a better account of ourselves, uh, and let's just see what happens, you know, because if we can stay in games, we've said this before, you know, the year we won that league, you know, we, a lot of the things we said was, can we stay in games? The Desbrook two games and the Roffle game, we stayed in game. And then actually, our quality at the end did pay through. But um, so if we can do that, then we've got half a chance against anybody. Obviously, we didn't do that yesterday, and we have to hopefully learn from that and take that into next Saturday and, and be a better acquisition against Mildenhall. And as you say, I mean, the, the goals are coming. Uh, yeah, chances may be being squandered, but uh, the goals are coming and they're coming uh, for different people as well. It's not single people scoring. So uh, at least that's a good sign. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, obviously, um, we're desperate for Reece to get get a goal because. 
obviously from playing at step four, he was, you know, coming to it from whatever it was, step seven, and he he, he found it very difficult last year, but then it was a very strong league this year. We're hoping for him to, to score more goals. Uh, he, he was one of those that had a guilt-edge chance yesterday, and, and it's getting him down a little bit. So the sooner he scores, the better, because he is our number nine. And I said this to him yesterday, you know, you keep faith in the people you bring in because we believe he could be a very good goal scorer at this level. But, you know, so like you say, it's not just him, but midfielders are scoring goals, defenders are scoring goals. So, yeah, that's that's one plus that it's not just, you're not just relying on your front three. And it's not just cup game uh, this week, it's cup game next week. It's the Vars the following week against uh, Debenhams, so two cup games in a row. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a bit of, you know, it takes pressure off in terms of league points and such, you know. So hopefully, you know, if we can get a positive performance next Saturday, whatever the result might be, and then hopefully take it into the Vars, where obviously you're looking to have a, a reasonable run in that because obviously being a step five club, you're the highest ranked team in it. So hopefully we can, we can have a good account of ourselves and, and get through one or two rounds. That would be nice indeed. Uh, it would certainly uh, add to the uh, to the revenue, um, but also, as she says, gives him a break from uh, the uh, league programme at the moment, although it's only just started. Let's see if we can get hold of uh, Mark. Um, I know he wasn't at the game yesterday, but he, uh, he did go down to the cup game earlier on in the week, so hopefully we can talk to him. Um, Mark, hi, are you, hi, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> Not too bad yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. We haven't, we haven't, sorry about not being able to catch up uh, so far, but it's uh, good that you're on today. Um, <laughs> I, it's, it's difficult. I mean, I, I guess any season is a better one than last season. Um, <laughs> and it's been kind of stop and start. Started with a loss against Coventry Sphinx, admittedly one of the uh, better teams in this league. Uh, and then a win against Rothwell Corinthians, uh, two goals. Um, Desborough, uh, nil or draw. And then you were at this game. I, I was looking at the highlights uh, reel for it. And there were kind of highlights from both sides. There were opportunities for both teams to score. So probably really, really encouraging that uh, two early goals from uh, Ryan Towner and, and Crisp and then two late goals from Lindsay to make that 4-0 win, not only uh, putting a lot of goals in, but also not conceding goals in a game that was fairly even. Yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> touching on what you said previously, I think uh, I I saw us win uh, once out of the entire season last season. So I, I was kind of hedging my bets and hoping that <laughs> Anything will be a better season compared to last, and I've already seen a win or two wins rather. So, um, so it's it's already a, a bonus for me. But um, but yeah, it's um, like you say, it's been a bit stop and start um, against Coventry. Um, I believe they were tips to to be challenging. Um, it's all hearsay, but um, I think they finished fourth last season, so obviously going to be one of the stronger sides. And um, actually, I, I didn't think there was a lot in it, and I think we we probably probably squandered that game and let them a little bit off the hook. I, I certainly believe a, a draw is probably um, the fairest result. So that that was a bit unfortunate. Um, but moving on, uh, played quite well against uh, a Rothwell team that we, we probably should be expecting to dispatch. And it, it took us a little while to grow into the game. But um, eventually we we started to find a, a bit of pattern to play, which is something that we really desperately lacked last season. Um, and so that was quite encouraging. You know, um, you actually started to see a side that 
kind of knew how to click together um, and eventually our, our pressure told so that was a good win um, and then the FA Cup uh, which is, is going to be important well all cups are going to be important to us this season not only just for momentum but also for the money side of things um, obviously just like any other non-league side we could desperately do with it and um, fortunately we were able to take a, a desperate side to I believe in the league I'm not sure how they got on yesterday but I believe up until that point they were um, two wins on the bounce so that was a good result, and um, yeah, like you say, with uh, aim or oh, the return leg, it was it was a funny one really because um, before now, obviously, um, you'd think that's uh, a bit of a battering, but actually, I thought it was far more even than the scoreline suggested, um, and there was some nice attacking play from from both sides, uh, and again, it's. Um, we looked clinical and we clicked and it's something that we lacked last season and um you know it was it was a, a joy to watch actually seeing us finish for a change and especially the the fourth goal i believe it it only took us i think it was five five touches from when we regained uh, possession and um uh, we were able to push the goal so um it was a, it was a joy to see but at the other end of the pitch um they had their chances too and i think I think this is something that we're going to have to to work on. Uh, certainly, um, I think we can. We can. It's safe to say that we can. We've we found our shooting boots and with Brownie up front, um, especially. Uh, I mean, you know, we know his goal scoring talents. He's going to be a big a big plus this season. But I think at the back, um, that's where we're going to have to sort of shore things up. And uh, I'm no footballing expert, but I just kind of feel as though. Um, we play quite narrow, and I'm not sure if that's just to sort of try and make it hard for other teams to play through us. But the only downside of that is that uh, either wing um, kind of gets a little bit exposed, and I just feel like that's where our frailty sort of lies. Um, we're going to be physical at the back, and that's good. It was it was clear to see against Desborough. Um, you know, we competed well in that sort of sense. But uh, again, I think we're just going to have to try and find that ability to be a bit more street smart at the back and picking up the loose balls and the loose runners as well. It's it's something that um, we're going to have to work on. And I think in the league, that's six goals shipped in three games already. So, um, yeah, I think Lance has, has got a few things to look at uh, at that side of the of the pitch. But, um, but other than that, you know, it's, it's still uh, early days and relatively good start to the season. Um, it's a bit of a shame that we couldn't carry the momentum on to yesterday. Um, but we're just going to have to pick ourselves up and um, hopefully give Milton Hall a, a good game next Saturday. And that, I think that was obviously the frustration from uh, Lance was that, you know, having, as you say, he, he everyone agreed it was a fairly even game and the 4-0 it made the 4-0 even uh, an even better result not conceding and scoring four Reese thought uh, as he said could do with a goal but at least other people are scoring uh, you're rewarded with uh, from the Desborough win with a, a, a Mildenhall game on uh, Saturday um, it's a, an away game at Mildenhall uh, that's going to be difficult I mean you lost 4-0 to them uh, in pre-season now okay lots of people missing from the team at that point but uh, going to be a difficult game that one yeah um I mean, I, I don't know too much about player movements at this level, but um, I do believe that they they signed a number of um, of players at the beginning of the season um, with their aim to to try and get promoted back up um, from the Serling on. So I think it's going to be a, a, a difficult um, game for us. I did actually watch the preseason match as well, and they look a very sort of well-oiled and and slick side. Uh, they're kind of an archetypal step five football team and 
in their physical attributes, but also they they do play some some very nice footballs uh, uh, football uh, sort of a lot of pockets. They'll play the triangle and then switch play up into the other side of the wing and just uh, hit you where it hurts. And again, like like I said at the back for us, it's either side left or right. We just were quite narrow, and I kind of feel like we're probably going to have to look at that if we're, we're going to avoid shipping too many goals there. Um, but yeah, I mean, fingers crossed we can give them a good game. Um, we could do with the money as well. Um, like I say, um, every little bit helps. So um, we'll see what happens. But um, I think the most important thing is just to put a good uh, performance in um, and just try and sort of build that momentum because, uh, yeah, um, obviously we want to try and better better last season and try and get a nice sort of solid, uh, solid season and just see where we end up. And, you know, if, we, if we're not pushing... Uh, for promotion, that's fine. Um, I just think we need to sort of try and settle back at this level, get a few players in, keep them here for a few seasons, and um, and uh, see how we go. A bit of a rebuild like Manchester United need, I suspect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks very much yeah. for joining us, Mark. We shall uh, talk to you again uh, some other time. Thanks very much. So there we go. That's uh, Mark. Uh, finally got round to uh, talking to him. Um, so that's all we've got time for this week. Um, so uh, we'll be doing a lot more about the women's football next week. They start their season. It's uh, came. Both are at home. United are at home at the Abbey at two o'clock next Sunday, a week today, against Norwich City. And City have got uh, Queens Park Rangers at Ely Football Stadium again at two o'clock kickoff. So we'll be talking uh, to them uh, in much more detail. Uh, next week uh, thanks very much to uh, Lance and to Robbie and to Matt and to Mark for joining us um, we'll be back again uh, next week after the news it's uh, Tony Barnfield we'll see you again next week thanks very much Cambridge 105 Radio. if you're like me you've got a family and a business and you want to protect what's most important when the chips are down. With Woodfine Solicitors, that's exactly what happens. I got a bespoke legal service from a friendly expert team. They really listened to what was going on and tailored their recommendations to my situation, which was, well, that's another story. Anyway, the best thing was that it all happened online. A few simple clicks and I had my quote. That freed up time to focus on everything else. Get the help you need when you need it most. Visit woodfinds.co.uk or call Cambridge 411421. Woodfinds. This is Cambridge 105 Radio, bringing community radio to our city. Lee Chambers has been speaking to poet Ian McMillan. Community radio that you work in has been such a lifeline in the pandemic. And I think community radio is taking on the space that before that commercial local radio had and as we know that's now become much more bland there's, there's not a lot happening creatively whereas community radio can be the real voice of a community 